sense that you are doing something even right now that is preparing us for the next moments that are about to come. God, we are wide open to you. Holy Spirit, we are wide open. Lord, I pray that our prayer would be so guided and laser-focused as never before. And God, we would just see you show up in life after life after life after life. And God, begin with our lives right here tonight. Thank you, Lord. We wait on you. God, we want all that you have for us tonight, not just a part or a portion. But God, just guide us now in the next few moments through your word to where you want us to be straight to the throne. That's what we want, God. Thank you, Lord. We love you today. We're here to meet with you. seated just real quickly as, as um, you get your Bibles out and I just want to uh, share a thought that God has for us tonight and um, before we do that I just want to make sure all of our cards were distributed I just want to make sure that we don't have any extra uh, cards that aren't being prayed for and that everybody has a card I hope everybody has a card um, if you don't uh, if you don't have a card just raise your hand if you snuck in and get a card if you don't have one, just see the ushers. We'll get you one. And we want to make sure that we're praying together tonight. And that's your card, not only for tonight, but for the next month, just to keep in front of you in prayer and in bold prayer. And, and, uh, and also, um, just throughout the night, I don't want you to feel like you can't come up. At any moment, you can just come up and write a name on the board, and, and uh, that person will be prayed for, somebody that doesn't know Jesus yet. Uh, we're going to pray for those, and, and I just want to get all the names in. So if you have any names, uh, you can come up tonight and write those in. Uh, we're just, as we open the word, going to receive our offering tonight because I know for some this is your service that you're a part of and, and making it your service. So if you want to just give and worship to the Lord, you can do that right now. And, um, and as we give, I think it's important to hear testimonies of how God is answering prayer. And we're gonna, we are going to have, because of this prayer time, some pretty amazing testimonies coming. So I want us to get ready, but I'm going to ask Pastor Merrill to come. He shared something on Saturday night it just uh, that has to do with the cards that you're holding and the card that he was holding last week and how God answered prayer. Uh, so as he comes, I'm just going to invite the men and women to come forward and, and uh, just, uh, just start to receive the offering. We're not going to pray. We're just going to keep flowing in the spirit and, and stuff. But uh, Pastor Merrill, just share um, the answer to prayer. It was really amazing uh, to me, and I just shared it briefly Saturday night, and Pastor F, I'd share it tonight. Passed out cards last Wednesday night. I just really want to show tonight, I'm so happy I can do this, just to show the value of taking a card, really praying, see what God can do. God can answer prayer. And uh, came in last Wednesday night and handed us three or four cards, and then everybody didn't have one, so I had three cards given to me. So they said, I said, give them to other people if you have them. I gave one card to one person, one to another. I kept one for myself. Then he said, uh, begin to pray over that card. 
Then I took it out. I hadn't read it before. The one that I kept was uh, just really got to me because it said, pray for house processing to go smoothly. Pray for house processing to go smoothly. And I, I just almost gulped when I saw that because we've been in a process trying to refinance our house. And I said, this is a prayer request I need for me. <laughs> and uh, it, it's been, I bet three or four months they've been working on this. In fact, the broker, uh, a month ago, she, she said, you have the most patience in the world. Been me, I would have left this company and gone to somebody else a long time ago. I said, well, I've just been busy. I haven't had time to do that. And uh, so I started praying for this person. I don't know who it was. Their house would, closing would go through smoothly. And uh, as soon as I started praying, I said, no, I need to be praying for myself. I started, no, I can't pray for myself. I'm supposed to pray for the other person. The thought came to me from the book of Job. That God turned his captivity when he prayed for his friends. So I made myself concentrate on this card, praying for that person. But I wanted to pray for me. And uh, I don't know if they got it or not. This is Wednesday night, a week ago. Would you believe Thursday morning, the broker called and said, your loan has been approved at a ridiculously low rate. So I praise God for that. That's just half of it. Part of it was my personal thing for, a home, for our home. But uh, a few months ago, we said, why don't we see what we could do for the church? We, the church here was totally paid off. Everything was paid off until we uh, redid the windows and the air conditioning uh, units we put in. So that's the mortgage we have. And we called the bank and said, can we just refinance at a lower rate? I said, well, well, I'll work on it, so on. Hadn't heard much again. Got the call of my mortgage in the morning. I said, I'm going to call the banker. So I called vice president of the bank. He was out. So I left a message on his answering machine. With all the modern technology, he was in this area making a call. Got my text. Would you believe, I mean, my message. Would you believe in 10 minutes, Pastor Schmidt and the vice president of the bank walked through the door of my office. And he said, you've been approved for the church mortgage at a much lower rate. We'll save maybe $1,000 a month. God has rebuked the devourer. But I didn't pray for that at night. I prayed for this request, and God answered my request. I just wanted to share that tonight. Hallelujah. It's good. Good to, uh, it's good to pray. You never know what God's up to. He's up to a lot bigger than we are. Uh, this weekend, I'll be preaching on uh, just the life of faith at work. I'm just going to basically open God's Word and tell you what God's assignment for you at work is, and, um, and it's yours to take on, and uh, so we're going to have a good time this weekend in the Lord, but tonight, I want us to really focus in on what God has for us, and, and I believe that what we want in our life is to see the supernatural power of God, that we want that abundant life, that you know, we just want to see the supernatural you know, we want that all that God has. We want, you know, we don't want to settle for the things that we can accomplish on our own. We want to be on mission for Him. We want to see His work, His kingdom come, His will be done. We want that in our life. And so it's kind of how do we get to that supernatural, you know? And, and so I was just thinking of, of just a kind of a, a, an equation here. And uh, so if we say C is that supernatural, so we got the A, the B, and the C. And so we got 
you know, see is that supernatural we want, that abundant life, that mission that God gives us, and, you know, we want that. And it all begins with Jesus. Actually, Jesus is a part of this whole process, but it all begins with Jesus in our life. And that, that beginning point is that relationship with Jesus, that, that coming to Christ, that salvation experience, that, that coming into relationship with Jesus. So that's the beginning, and we, you know, we've got that. And we want to get to this. But, but what is B? What is it that we need in our life to see the supernatural of God at work? What is that missing ingredient? And I believe that it's found in the Gospel of John. We're actually going to be in the Gospel of Luke in just a moment. But in John 15, 5 verse you should have highlighted in your Bible, and, and that's basically, apart from me, you can do nothing. So what do we do? We abide with Him. He's the vine, we're the branches. It's about abiding with Jesus. It's about that time with Him. It's about times like tonight. It's, it's about walking that life of faith with Him in every way. It's that abiding presence of Jesus in our life. And when we have that, that's when we begin to see the supernatural power of God. We see the abundant life that He promises. We see that we have that call of God in our life, and we're on mission. And, 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 and so I want to talk to you about that tonight. And, and as I said at the beginning of the service, this might be one of the most challenging things you hear on prayer. And, and it might mess up your theology and your view of God, maybe even your view of yourself. But I saw this as I was looking through what we're called to do in prayer. You know, I think of Paul and, and how radically transformed he was. And how he just, wherever he walked, he walked in the supernatural. The, the, the guy that was the murderer, the guy that was the chief of sinners, just walked in the supernatural because Jesus was all over his life. He could say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Philippians 4, 13. He could just say that. He could say Galatians 2, 20. Uh, my life is in Christ. I no longer live, but it's Christ who lives in me. That in and through and for Christ, I, I do everything. Again, that abiding, that John 15, 5, that I'm, I'm abiding with him because apart from him I can do nothing. And, 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 and just getting that heartbeat for God. And so I want us to challenge you, and I want you to get this in your heart because you really need to walk with Jesus. Because if apart from him you can do nothing, I don't want to do nothing. I want to see God at work. I want to see his kingdom come. I want to know what God wants me to do today and tomorrow and the next day. And so open your Bibles to Luke chapter 11. We've been in Luke 11. We've been talking on, on prayer. And, and you, can, um, uh, you, know, you can listen online if you missed any of the Wednesdays. Just kind of walking through the Lord's teaching on prayer. And obviously he begins and he, he gives, you know, the disciples ask, teach us to pray. And we talked about that. Their desire. Jesus didn't make them pray. It was their desire. And, and then we walk through the Lord's Prayer. We've kind of been teaching on that. And, and now we come to verse 5, because this is right after the Lord's Prayer. Jesus teaches us about prayer. I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. Oh, it is on the screen. Great. New Living Translation. I want you just to kind of walk through this with me and, and want to just challenge our thinking a little bit tonight. 
It says in verse 5, Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine is on a journey and has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. Suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. Uh, The door is already locked. My children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your sons ask for a fish, will give him a snake instead? If he asks for an egg, would you give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? All right, let's look at that. What I want you to notice, and you may not have the New Living Translation there, so I may just say boldness. But I believe that God teaches us, the disciples ask to pray, He gives them the Lord's Prayer, and then He teaches them how to pray. He gives them a story how to pray. And I believe that what this story teaches us, what we just read, tells us we've got to be bold in prayer. And, and the thing that shot out to me as I've been studying this is what it says in the New Living Translation, which is a great translation of the Greek in this part right here, where it says the reason, they're friends, and he's knocking on the door, but he's not going to answer them because of their friendship. He's going to answer them because of his shameless audacity. Shameless audacity. That part of our prayer life should be shameless audacity asking God for things. Have you ever thought of that before? You know, we're called friends of God, and we are friends of God. But Jesus is teaching here, it's the shameless audacity. And so then I went back to the Lord's Prayer, and I said, is there shameless audacity in the Lord's Prayer? And do you notice in the Lord's Prayer that you never say please or thank you? You say, give me this day my daily bread. Forgive my sin. You don't ask for permission. You tell God what you want. Now that might mess with you. That's Well, that's not polite. I'll tell you, God is sometimes not polite. And we think, oh, well, you know, I'm nothing. And he's like, you know what? He says, I want you to be shamelessly audacious. When you pray, when you come to me, I want you to be so bold that you say what's on your card. God, we want a job. God, we want healing. God, we want restoration. That shameless audacity to pray, God, give it to me. So that in our prayer, we would... We would ask and seek and knock. And so when we ask, ask with that kind of boldness. What if you started praying that way for your home and your school and your workplace? 
What if you just started praying, God, give me this and give me that. And God, I want to see this and I want to see that. What if you started praying that way? Ask. And then you begin to seek. and You begin to look. Is God moving anywhere? Is he doing anything? Is he beginning to answer this prayer? Is he working? And then keep knocking because that door is going to be open. And I got this picture as I was saying. It's like, ask, seek, knock. And it's just like, let's just kick the door down. Seriously. I think God wants us to do that. And I think when we do that, he looks down, because we're like little children to him. He looks down and says, isn't that cute? (laughs) Look what they believe. Look what they're asking for. That we would get that way and, and just raise our level of faith. We would abide with him, seeking and knocking and asking and just saying, God, we believe you can do this. Just do it, God. And he says, I'm a good father. Maybe you didn't have a good father, but he says, I'm a good father. And I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. Now, when you have the Holy Spirit, that's when you have the power of the supernatural. That's when you have God at work in your life. That's when you have the presence of God working in you. And we need that power in our life. I was thinking of um, phone. I had it out before service, and um, I got the iPhone 5. I love the iPhone 5. It's just, it's, it's like you think about the, the, the engineering and what it can do and just, you know, all uh, the years of, of work to perfect a phone, and here it is. You know, this is it. This is the phone. Oh, they're uh, texting me while I'm preaching. Stop it right now. Um, but uh, if this runs out of battery and I don't charge it, it's a very expensive paperweight because <laughs> it's worthless. It won't have any power. God has designed you and created you in such a way, but if there's no power in your life, there's no purpose. You need the power of God. You need to see the power of God. You need to get that boldness. You get that that shameless audacity. God, give it to me. Give me this day my daily bread. Forgive my sins. Look at that card, whatever it says. Just don't say, oh God, if it's your will, please, oh please. No, just God, do it. And I believe God's going to do it. I want you to step out of faith, and this might just be messing with your mind on how you pray and how you're supposed to talk to God and approach Him. But this is Jesus' teaching. These are words in red. It's because of the shameless audacity that man was answered. And we want you to pray in the same way. Okay, here we go. Take your card right now, and we're going to start praying. Does anybody not have a card? Who does not have a card? Okay. Let's be bold. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Okay. And um, I'm going to kind of lead you as we go here tonight. But but, um, this is going to be a free-for-all in prayer. And that person that wrote down that request needs you to do this. And so just start proclaiming things. Just get... Just get shamelessly audacious to God. 
just to get bold right now. Just begin to, to speak out. Leanne, play a little bit louder so that people don't get self-conscious in what they hear. But just start speaking it out with your voice. Speak it out to God. Just get bold right now. Just speak it out. Say, God, we want this now. We need this. We need this healing, God. God, you heal. Be bold. Be bolder than you've ever been before. It's okay. Jesus told you to do this. It's okay. We're just following his words. Be bold. Speak it for that marriage. Speak it for that job. Speak it for that child. Speak out. Speak out. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us, God. Give us, Lord. You are holy. You are awesome. You are wonderful. You are powerful. You are beautiful. You created the heavens and the earth. You hold the whole universe in your hand. God, you can do this. Do it, Lord. We're asking tonight boldly. God, we're going to seek until we find. We're going to knock and the door will be open. We're going to kick it down. We're believing, God. We're believing, God. They were called in and written in by faith. May it be according to their faith. May we see supernatural results. Lord, may there be testimonies next week up front of answered prayer. Do it, God. Show off, God. It's your glory. It's your credit. We worship you. We're just obeying. We believe. We believe. Increase our faith even now. Increase our faith, Lord. Increase our faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Give it to us, Lord. All right. Now I want you to begin to do it for yourself. There's something you need. Sometimes it's easier to do it for somebody else, but there's something you need right now. And maybe you don't want anybody to hear what you're about to say, then you just go to another part of the room, but you need to speak it out. I need to speak out some things tonight and declare some things tonight with shameless audacity. So I want you to begin to speak it out, but, but I, need you to, I need you to speak it out. And, and so just begin right now. Do it for yourself. You did it for someone else. Now do it for yourself. Just begin. Tell God right now what you need. Speak it out. Just follow what Jesus told you to do. You're just being obedient. Thank you, Lord. Speak it out over your life. Speak it out over your workplace. Speak it out over.